Chapter 8, Types and Aspects, Thanksgivings. Now we can go ahead and look at another aspect of prayer called the prayer of thanksgiving. 1 Timothy 2, 1 and 2. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and the giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. The prayer of thanksgiving, which is listed here in 1 Timothy in the second chapter, is by far the largest area of prayer mentioned within the whole Bible. The New Testament alone has near unto 270 references. But mainly in the New Testament, this aspect of prayer comes from three Greek words, eucharistia, the noun meaning thankfulness, eucharistas, the adjective meaning thankful, and eucharisteo, the verb meaning to give well thanks. All of these words come from two Greek words, eu, the word well, and charist, the word for grace. And because of the word usage or usage in the New Testament, thanksgiving is mentioned 269 times, supplication at least 30 times, intercession at least 7 times, and by that knowledge we can form this view. You would say that a Christian should be thanking God and using the prayer of thanksgiving far more than any other type of prayer that we understand and know about. Secondly, the Christian should be supplicating more than interceding. At least based on the knowledge given to us by God in his written word, we should be praying more effectively by this knowledge. In reality, though, the facet of prayer that you should focus on is based on what really has to be accomplished at the moment or be done. In the aspects of types of prayers pleading with God for his gracious assistance or interceding to alter to stop something bad or dangerous about to happen or giving God thanks for what he has done or is doing, this thought of usage or Bible frequency of use needs to be looked at. The idea of scriptural usage tells us that God has given to us far more truth about the area of thanksgiving than intercession. And the Christian should act in faith accordingly, not overemphasizing one area of prayer which God's word does not overemphasize. The prayer of thanksgiving, which we will see, can be blended together with all types of prayer. The Christian, of course, needs to see first the importance of thanking or praising God. If this aspect or facet in prayer is a very large subject. So I will try to cover enough to show this without covering all of this subject. Giving thanks, praising, or even the word worship all seem to be within the sphere of these Greek words, thanksgiving or gracious thanking. I will try to give a clear understanding so as to define the minor differences which praise and worship have in this greater sphere of thanksgiving. Many good books have been written about praise and worship. Since the two Greek words, or root words, which the prayer of thanksgiving translates from, are the word you well and charis, there is thought of every time that the word is used, it includes this sense of graciousness or gracious thanks. You could say since the age of grace has been started, our thanks to God is a grace response. The thought of God's grace should be in our thanks and praise to him. Or you could say that this grace of God, God's grace, should influence 
our thanksgiving to Him, or even the thought the grace of God should enable us to thank Him. For where the grace of God truly exists, there is a power which comes out or flows out from this grace in us. If we understand grace just as simple favor, then thanking God is only based upon His act of being gracious through Jesus Christ. But when we see verses like Ephesians 3, 7, and 8, Ephesians 3, 7, and 8, of which I was made a minister according to the gift of grace of God given to me by the effectual working of his power to me who am less than least of the saints of this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, which tells us that God's gift of grace, or literally here, free gift of grace, which was working in Paul was power. God's power working in him to do what he did. We then see God's grace is more than just favor, which he has done for us. But in reality, God's grace is power or an enablement from heaven, which is behind the idea of the word of grace and holding it in place or causing it to be empowered. So grace is power. Thanksgiving in epistles. I have chosen these 10 verses from Colossians, Philippians, and Ephesians to look at this area of the prayer in the New Testament called Thanksgiving. Colossians 4, 2, and 3. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God would open to us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in bounds. Colossians 3, 15 through 17. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you all are called into one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Ephesians 5, 17-20 Therefore be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, which is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord giving thanks always for all things to God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Looking first in Colossians 4, 2-3, we can see that when praying to God, we are to include this area of prayer called thanksgiving, which does mean we can blend thanksgiving together with other kinds of prayer. Like in John's Gospel where Jesus introduced the New Testament age, there is a general order for prayer. John 16, 23, and 24. And in that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say to you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now you've asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. We can see by what Jesus introduced that in the age of the New Covenant, all prayer is directed to God the Father. Then Jesus tells us why. We have access to our Father in heaven. The name, Jesus' name, gives the Christian access to God's throne. Our heavenly right to express our gratitude to God who sits upon the throne is in Jesus' name. We will see this is true and that this thought is verified in the Word of God. Colossians 3, 15-17 
And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you all are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom and teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. God's written word here in Colossians 3 tells the Christian to be thankful. As it goes on, it clearly explains what this should be like to us. Or you could say what thanking God would look like. The 17th verse tells us that whatever we do in word or deed, and that meaning in an action, we are to do all in the name of Jesus. This is exactly what Jesus told us in John's gospel to do. Pray to the Father in Jesus' name. The prayer of thanksgiving then would look the same. I don't know if you've ever noticed this in the New Testament epistles, but a very large percentage of the scriptures in the New Testament show this very same picture. Thanks being given to our Father God by the Lord Jesus Christ or by his name. The only direct example of thanking Jesus himself, which I have found, is given to us in 1 Timothy 1.12. 1 Timothy 1.12, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me in the ministry. In 1 Timothy 1.12, this verse tells us Paul was thanking or was thankful to Jesus, who placed him in the ministry. But as it is seen in most epistles, it is like John's Gospel says, to ask or pray to the Father God in Jesus' name, or to direct our prayer to God the Father himself. And thanksgiving is an aspect of prayer. As far as that thought goes of defining the terms of the Godhead, so this might help us to see this a little clearer, we need to consider what Ephesians 4, 4 through 6 tells us clearly. Ephesians 4, 4 through 6. There is one body and one spirit, even as you're called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in all. In the New Testament time period, then the term God by this verse, being used majority of the time also, is referring to God the Father. These verses are placed in here for us to understand what God has told us to do and how to interact with him. In the New Testament time period, God is used the majority of the time in reference to the Father. As it says here, Jesus, one Lord. We know that Jesus is our Lord, and we know that in the Old Testament, God was portrayed as the Lord God Almighty, the one Lord God Almighty, which he still is. But in reference to us in the New Testament, there is one Lord, and that is Jesus. He is our Lord. And there is one God and Father and one Spirit. So the idea would be, who are we think we're talking to? Who are we think we're praying to? Who do we think we're praising and thanking? That's what we need to look at. Who does it say we direct our thanks to? Look at these New Testament examples. Romans 1.8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken throughout the whole world. 1 Corinthians 15.57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the Savior, the smell of his knowledge by us in every place. Ephesians 5.20 
giving thanks always for all things to God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 1.3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Colossians 1.3, we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. 1 Thessalonians 1.2, we give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. 2 Thessalonians 2.13, But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. 2 Timothy 1.3, I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with a pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of you in my prayers day and night. Philemon 1.4, I thank my God, making mention of you always in my prayers. Hebrews 13, 15. By him, Jesus, therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. As you can clearly see by these examples in the New Testament epistles dealing with prayer and thanksgiving, the phrase thanks is being offered to God the Father by or through Jesus. How one would understand this might need to be meditated on to truly act upon these verses. But the idea is when you're directing a prayer, when you're directing your thanksgiving by these verses, we are directing our thanksgiving to God the Father through Jesus to some degree or by his name. As you can clearly see by these examples in the New Testament epistles dealing with prayer and thanksgiving, the phrase thanks is being offered to God the Father by or through Jesus. How one would understand this thought might need to be meditated on to truly act upon these verses. Is it the person, Jesus himself, which we direct our thanks and worship to? Or is it the person's name, which we use alone, giving us access to the Father God? Or are we because he is in our spirits, having some spiritual power by God's grace to interact through him? Or some combination of of all of these ideas together. But the idea is we direct, as it says in these verses, we direct our praise and our thanksgiving to the Father God by Jesus' name or some way through Jesus' name or himself. As it appears from these verses in the New Testament, we are giving thanks to the Father God by Jesus' name. And remember, giving thanks to God, as Ephesians 4, 4 through 6 says, one body, one spirit, even as you're called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, the one above all, and through all, and in all.